So, um, what would you, would you recommend as like an American, you know, basic diet? You know, you know, you you work out mm-hmm. three four days a week. Mm-hmm. You you might run. You have cardio. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever yoga. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend would be a good food source to eat during that time? After the workout or before the workout? Before and after. Before and after. I mean, I usually what I, I'm, I'm just gonna say based on my experience. What I usually do is like I don't. I try not to eat like a like a big. Let's say an hour before. Mm-hmm. So when I get there, at least I will. That is, I won't be like literally heavy, and you won't be able to do anything. What I usually do, I usually have like just a regular peanut butter bread. Okay. And. Is egg whites a bad choice? I, I'm. I've heard. I've heard that's what most people do. But is that a bad choice? I, at the beginning, I used to. Look, I, I. You know, too. I used to make b- breakfast. Yeah. So I, I used to make a lot of eggs. So, right. so but, I used to make good breakfast for us. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like. <sighs> eggs has a lot of cholesterol. Yeah. And you add by cooking it with fat too, so you add more mm. cholesterol into it. So like I usually. I prefer yeah. to stay away from too much eggs. I'm okay. not saying that eggs is bad for you, but just how to le- level it. To, to level, like I okay. prefer the boil eggs. Those are good, rather than like like I the, agree. the yeah. fry eggs. Right. So if you, if you if you understand what I mean, so like, and after the workout, I usually try to get like a protein shake if I can. Okay. Like just anything that has protein in it. Right. Or so, some. A shake or a bar or something. Yeah, yeah, something, that some, means, something that's going to give you that protein. Yes, but to you balance it. You just want to have it thirty to sixty minutes before you work out. So you don't want to wait too long because, first of all, you completely depleted with glucose and you need your carbohydrate is pretty much gone ninety ninety minute into your work in your workout. So you pretty much out of carbohydrate. So your body need to refill. Right, need to recharge. And your muscle breaks down right after the work workout, so you need that protein as a repair tissue for your muscle. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I have a question for sure. you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you work out with kettlebells? <sighs> I, I had to ask. Yo, you you that you, you hit it will you hit it literally on the on the nail. I love kettlebells. kettlebells? I love yeah. kettlebells because they're, they're very good for burning fat. They do, and not even the burning fat only. Because yesterday I used kettlebell to do some legs. I was doing kettlebell swing, but bro, a minute of it looks like forever. And I was using just a twenty-six pound kettlebell, not like heavy, heavy, but I was doing it for almost like a minute. Okay. So, and you can use it in any. You can use it with biceps. You can use it with back. You can use it with four legs. You can use that, it. That's why I like them. With I, I've gotten into them. Recently. No, it's, it's like I'm. Think, I'm just thinking about just getting certified in kettlebells. Kettlebell, honestly, <laughs> yeah, just, you, should. you it, should. It's it's really interesting. It's they're, really they're cool. really easy. interesting. Yeah, they're they're a, de- a definitely a different and newer form of workout. It is, but. I really appreciate what mm-hmm. it does to me. No, it, 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 it works yeah. out my whole core. It works mm-hmm. out my fucking my arms. You can use it like apologize for swearing, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it, you can you know. use it into so much different ways. It's like people, there's two modalities that they use at the gym that I think is really underrated, but mm-hmm. are really really good. Is TRX like the suspension trainer? Trainer, yeah, and the 
kettlebell. Those two, to me, is like you can use it. It's it's so versatile. You can use it in so much different ways and get a lot of it too. Oh, perfect. Um, what would you say would be a good like end of the day meal mm. for people? Like end of the day, like yes, like a, a dinner or end of the day. You, you've already worked out and you're mm -hmm. tired, mm -hmm. but you you want to eat something good and you just you know. I'm still gonna go on like based on what I usually do. So I love yogurt. Okay. Like a Chobani yogurt. Mm -hmm. I will have at least one or two. Drink a lot of water and just go to bed. But just make sure you don't drink it. Eat it and go to bed right away because it's just not gonna digest. Yeah, at, yeah at you got, it's gonna settle. Yeah, it has to settle like, say, an hour or two hours actually before. Okay. So I was using more as a snack. Okay. Yeah. I think it's coming to it. So now I'm giving this to Chris. So he will just say whatever he wanna feel like talking about. So I'm obviously. Um and Irish, Italian, American, and um, I just I, I want to bring up uh, American politics. How, how do you feel about American politics? Um, we can talk about world eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But let's, let's talk about American first. I'm, I'm, I feel like it's it's interesting. There's like there's obviously two parties: the Republican and the Democrats. But okay. and there's two sides of America too. So there's. That's the way I see is people that, like, I'm not going to say I'm a, like a liberal, liberal. Or, or Republican either. So yeah. I, I, you're not a liberal or conservative. Yeah. So like, you're somewhere in the middle? Somewhere in the, in the middle. I feel like the only problem that I see is people get so much into their bubble, Correct. their own yeah. bubble, that they don't want to try to understand the other side part. So it's like, it's the talk of a... There's two people that just don't want to understand each other. So the whole thing is just let's fight and never agree. And the people are going to be the victim of it. And unfortunately, it's actually happening. The people at the middle or people at the really bottom. So they suffer a lot. While people on top are really pretty much just going for their own interests. So it's not a system that is based on like we the people like how it's supposed to be mm. but it's more based on we the elite we the people on top so that that's how i view it but we can talk about it more mm. into the purpose card yeah yeah well that's you know you, you bring up a good point mm -hmm. i think you know our, our current president mm -hmm. donald trump obviously mm -hmm. he um i'll be honest i i voted for him mm -hmm. and while i regret it mm -hmm. i you know, misguidedly thought he would have much change, mm -hmm. you know, with the middle class. And he said he was going to make tax breaks for, like, the Midwestern part of the country. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's part of the country where you have factories, you mm -hmm. have, you know, iron workers. Mm -hmm. They're looking for that. Mm -hmm. They they have been shut down and shut down time again. Mm -hmm. And they're just looking for something to grasp, mm -hmm. you know, straws. They're grasping straws at mm -hmm. this point. And they just, they want to, you know, he was that for them. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, this, this guy represents us. Mm -hmm. He represents the middle class. He mm -hmm. represents the lower class. Mm -hmm. Let's elect him. Mm -hmm. Obviously, it hasn't worked out that way. Mm -hmm. He's just putting in a new tax bill mm -hmm. that's probably going to benefit mostly the 1%. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how, how, do you, how do you feel about all that? I, I feel about it is like, okay, 
it's interesting because the American society and there's the, the Midwest part that pretty much elected Trump, like in huge numbers, his speech resonated with them. Like, a drug is really a problem in America, and it's a big problem. It's Opioids? not a yeah, Opioid is a really yeah. huge, huge problem. Yeah, it's, so it's, the, all, it's an issue. All those hope that he gave them, it was good, but it was good while it lasted. And you can see how now he's not fa even... Fa false hope? False hope, yeah. Say. He's not even working, working for them. And the truth is, those factories are not coming back. The, for no. the simplest reason that the world we're living in is not in, industrialized anymore, mm -hmm. but is is te technology oriented. Right. So those steel workers, they're not gonna get the job that they had like 30 years ago. Like that system is gone. What I'm it's in China. Yeah. What I'm suggesting <laughs> is like instead of just waiting or like develop a new skill, develop something that you can just be flexible, like be able to learn something new that you can use in this day and age we're living in. Because mm -hmm. if you're living in the past, I'm sorry, but you just, you just moved on. There's nothing that Trump or anybody else can do to bring those jobs back. Because the corporations have ways to just cheat the system pretty much and benefit their own. So what I would suggest is like, instead of relying on Trump or anybody else that's to change your life, is Take your life in control. Like, do do it yourself. Do it, do it for you. Do it for your family. Because they're not gonna look out for you. They never did. They never will. I don't care if they're politician or they not. They always have their own agenda. And we can say it. Like, he's literally the tax break is only advantaging the rich. The, the rich. That's literally what it comes down to. Yeah. But we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Let me just end this one with Chris. And yeah, I, I completely. Yes, now we continue what we started with, and Chris just was just talking about. I just I wanted to mention, um, how do you feel about North Korea? Like, not in general, but just mm -hmm. what's what's going on with them at the current moment, and just the situation with them in the I, U.S. I think like North Korea has figured out the U.S. weakness. I mean, I mean, weakness is not like a military weakness. I'm more like, they know they can poke, they know they can tease. Yeah, and they, know they, can, they can pry. They can pry, they can, yeah. and they can get away with it. Because right. to me, it has a lot to do with bad leadership from the U.S. Mm -hmm. So the U.S. Was, was very respected. The U.S. was very admired. The U.S. was very, like, venerated in some ways. But with the upcoming of Trump administration, I feel like people see the U.S. as like a easy or easy target. Because yes. you poke on the president in some ways and he's going to react. And as a leader, it's a sign of really huge insecurities and weaknesses. Well, just, just to interrupt that, mm -hmm. that point, um, how do you feel about us pulling out of the U.N.? Because I'll say up front, I think it's a mistake. Uh -huh. I think it's a massive I mean, mistake. It's, it's it's a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake because like not only because I was watching the, the when they wanted to make Jerusalem the capital, the of capital Israel. thing, yeah. and the country that pulled out, he was threatening them with uh, not giving them aids or funds. So like, it's the the irony part is the U.S. is becoming what they were trying to fight. So if what I mean is what they were trying to fight in Libya, what they were trying to fight in Iraq, like those dictatorship, like those dictators, Saddam Hussein, all those stuff. That's what the, the U.S. is becoming. So 
either you agree with me, yeah, or I'm going to threaten you in some ways. And right in a diplomatic setting, it's, it don't work like that. Countries in Europe has huge powers. Like the U.S. is number one. Don't get me wrong, but they isolated themselves into something that is really not going to be beneficial for the U.S. in in the long run. Well, yeah, that's that's what I see. I see, I see the U.S. as a country that's breaking itself away, mm -hmm. and it's ultimately hurting itself mm -hmm. because it's breaking away mm -hmm. because they're so reliant, mm -hmm. or we're. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm living here. Mm -hmm. We're so reliant mm -hmm. on just focusing on ourselves and mm -hmm. hey, we're gonna build ourselves up mm -hmm. that we're missing out on what's going on yeah. with the rest of the world. You you're absolutely right. Like I see US as more see someone is depressed. Yeah. And they what they do is they isolate them themselves. So they put themselves in the corner. It's right. me, 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 everybody against me. It gets to a point now, it becomes not only physical but they become violent. They become to a point where it's like Everybody is against me, and like it's, to be honest, like people love the U.S. Like I'm not from here; I didn't grow up in the U.S., but I admire the U.S. It was like literally, I would pass by American flag and just stare at the flag for more than 15 minutes. This cause of the it's admiration a is a symbol. It means a lot. Yeah, it, it means a lot. So it's and that's that's what I think a lot of people miss. It's, mm -hmm. You know, they forget the symbolism of our country. Mm -hmm. They they live here. They take it for granted. People come here, they take it for granted. You know, I, we could go on for days about this, mm -hmm. but it's just, you know, either way, I, I think this country definitely has a lot. It, it, it's got a learning curve. You know, we're, we're a young country. We're, mm -hmm. what, 250 years old? Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that old. Wouldn't it be two, 210? I don't know. What, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't even, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But we're young compared to most European countries. Yeah. So, you know, the if there is like some shit that goes down that's that's part of what will happen in a new country mm -hmm. and that's just part of I, life i think i mean the u.s got to a point of like they got to an intersection so what, what i mean is they become so complacent and take a lot of shit for granted like what i mean a lot of stuff for granted so yeah. now is like a shake-up call like dude wake up this is not what you think it is there's a lot of issues going on there is racism there is Police brutality. There's yeah. a lot of things going and, on, and there's and there's always been that. That's the yeah. thing. It's it's just now with social media is coming mm -hmm. to the surface, mm -hmm. and it's it's a good and bad thing. It's mm -hmm. coming to the surface. It's mm -hmm. bringing it to light, but it's mm -hmm. also casting you know certain things that shouldn't be in that light. Yeah, let's just uh, start uh, where we left off. Yeah, and just you know, this this country definitely has a learning curve. I agree. <laughs> You know, we, we have we have a ways to go in terms of um, just the racism, the our military might. You know, we have we have more. All right. So, fun fact: mm -hmm. if you didn't know, we mm -hmm. have more military bases mm -hmm. all over the world mm -hmm. than any other country. Yeah. Fun fact. Like, and it's just why. You know, at the end of the day, I, I ask that to myself: just why? Why do we have that, and no other country does? To me, that's my that's always been my like. It was problem only always been a question or a problem to me is like why does the US have to solve the world's problem? Like we don't. But at the same time to cut you off, mm -hmm. I apologize. No, no, it's like right. no, just we 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 try to, but mm -hmm. at the same time we have to learn how to level it without 
saying, hey, fuck you, mm-hmm. other countries. Mm-hmm. We're just worrying about ourselves. Because mm-hmm. that's where um, the, certain, yeah. certain, the, the powers that be in mm-hmm. our country are mm-hmm. taking us. Mm-hmm. They're, they're taking us that way. Mm-hmm. To me, it's more like a balance. It's literally a balance. Like, because you cannot be involved in everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you just can't like, uh, stay away from everything, too. So it's a balance. Is it this worth going in? Is it not good worth going in? I think that's what Obama was trying to do with this Syria. So they wanted him to go, but he knows that based on what happened in Iraq and Afghanistan, like sending those military troops, right. so much of them getting killed, so much of them not coming back, and the money that goes with it is easily can be invested back into the U.S. So the U.S. just have to pick up their bottles, know where to go, where not to go, mm. and like pretty much they work on the issues here. Like to me, I'm not American yet, but I, I can tell you that the U.S. should be their priority number one because like they sh- should get rid of homelessness for the veterans. They should get rid of poverty easily. And money too. We have the money. We have the funds. We you have, have the infrastructure. We have pretty much like all to just succeed. Because it breaks my heart when I come to work and see those people sleeping on the street. Because it's winter time and it's cold in New England. So yeah, we now granted we're fun. Yeah. You know, we, uh, side note: we we both work in New England and we deal with homeless people yeah. like constantly. Yeah, we work in Boston, so it's it's part of our job. It's part of our life as a human being just to help each other out I feel like you just lost touch with reality because helping is not a big thing anymore it's like fuck you go get a job excuse my excuse my French but it's pretty much what it is like it's that that compassion that empathy that every human being should have is just pretty much almost gone and we need to get back to love we need to get back to those just basic fundamental that make made the US a great nation and it's, it's don't get me wrong, it's still a great nation, but there's a lot it needs of improvement. work to do. It needs improvement. It needs a lot of work. Don't like fool ourselves, there's a lot of work to do. We're a young nation, and we we need improvement. Um, obviously, racism, ding, yeah. ding, ding, is, it's, you know, it's a major issue in this it country. It's, it has, and it's always been. And Mostly in this section of Massachusetts. It's like, and that's, that's the thing. Thing about Massachusetts, uh-huh. most people don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a closet racist state. It is. It's uh, it's very you know they pretend they got your back, but mm-hmm. you know in the seventies when they were busing young African Americans into school, mm-hmm. there was a lot of folks in Charlestown and South Boston and East mm-hmm. Boston, eh, same area, mm-hmm. that threw rocks at the children, and you know that 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 gets forgotten. You know, you always picture the South, the uh, Alabama, Mississippi, you know, Tennessee. You mm-hmm. picture them as racist states, but mm-hmm. you know, that's you know, Massachusetts, Chicago, New York—they're they're just as racist. They they kind of hide it, and you know, it's it's definitely an issue that is being brought more to the forefront in this day and age with social media. But it needs to, you know, it needs to be improved, definitely, and. You know, I think w- just having a discussion about it automatically makes it better. You know, as long as people are willing to talk, that makes it better. You know, being closed off does not help anything. So I just want to remind the viewers at home, you know, 
my buddy Sar is an African American. He's not fully he he but he is an American from Africa yeah. and he has experienced both prejudice in his own home country and here as well. Yeah. And I want to hear his thoughts on this. It's 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 interesting, it's different because Honestly, when I came here to the U.S., I would never think of racism as being, like, a, a thing. Like, honestly, it's like the U.S. is so multicultural. It's like I would never experience racism. I would, like, that's just a negative mindset that you should have. So f fast forward, I came to the U.S. 2011, and I went to school. And one day I was going home to Framingham. And actually a cop stopped me he, with a gun pointed on me. I'm like, wait, really? Yeah, it's like not, not, not even a joke. So I was like five, like 10 yards from my house. And the guy was like, put your hands up. I'm saying, okay. And I, I, I literally just pretty much did what he asked me to do. And because they had a description of the guy that was wearing thing white or black, something like that. I was wearing blue. So I didn't fit the description. And the officer told me I have a good night. I'm saying, officer, how can you tell me I have a good night? When you pointed a, f a gun on, on on my face, I'm saying like, we see you have a good neck. No, like ha have a good night. Oh, have a good night. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fine, and I went to bed. But I still didn't see that as like a racism. So fast forward two years ago, two two years after actually that that incident, I lived in Chelsea, Chelsea, Massachusetts. If you know Chelsea, you know it's a big. It's a shitty area. Shitty area to live in. <laughs> Mostly when you live in Benningham Square. So yeah. there's a lot of junkies, a lot of addicts. Crime. So, crime. So me and my buddy was going home. So we went just to see some girls and just walking home at pretty much the same time, midnight. So this time it's not one cops, it's six cops just surrounding us. It's like, because I was, I had blue balls. To, to be honest, let's just be late and just <laughs> literally walking home. So I was walking home holding my my balls. balls. <laughs> so the officer came up to me like, "What do you have in your pants?" I'm saying, "Excuse me." It's like I didn't even quite get the proper reaction yet. So he's like, and he keep asking again, saying, "What do you possibly think is in my balls? Yeah, in my pants? Of course, balls." So like, it's like, "Why are you holding it?" It's like I got blue balls. What's the problem? And he quietly didn't say anything, and he just walked home. And then what? That's when my buddy, I can mention actually, Badio, just realized that damn, this is racial profiling. It is. And I was like, wow. And now I start to think different, see things different. You see like the difference in Massachusetts, in Boston, in Chelsea, everywhere. And I was just to add up to what you said earlier. I was reading an article about on the Boston Globe that was saying that. The average, uh, not even salary, but saved income. Uh, like the average income into a white family in Massachusetts, I'm not sure, Boston in general is 250000 In That makes about sense. Yeah. When you look at the like, Dominican Republic and African American, it's zero. Literally? Zero. I'm not even kidding. It's zero dollars. Oh, shit. So it's, there's a huge difference when it comes to finances, when it comes to education, when it comes to in a lot of areas. Life. Life, life in general. Life so it's, in general, yeah. It's, racism is real. Racism is true. And I'm not going to base everything on racism. Some has to do with accountability. It's like some people will buy a Jordan when it's supposed to buy a book. Some yeah. people will just just but, don't have the financial education. And it's nothing to do with race, but it's mostly 
a lot to do with education. So we can talk about that in the following one because we jumping from education to racism to politics to nutrition. Yeah, what a what a what a what a what podcast. A, what a crazy podcast. But that's that's just how we chose to do it. And we'll talk about it later on about education and black people and white people, the difference because I'm not into the whole um at the end of the day there's a difference but at the end of the day there's also not a difference yeah. because we're so, we're all human beings and that's something we'll touch on in the next part this is interesting this is hot <laughs> so, now let's just finish actually talk about education education when it comes to education i mean financial education so um yeah, i mean the the college system's obviously broken it's it's privatized it's it's you know you have to you have to pay your way through college most most people have to pay their way there's there's very few people that go through college and don't have to you know deal with all of the repercussions afterwards and you know i've been one of those people and sar's been one of those people like we we we've paid our way through college you know and i i stopped halfway i'm still paying <laughs> I, he's still paying that's it so it's 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 not easy but you know i i think it it is important and at the same time it's obviously monetized in this country so i think they should definitely find a way to deal with that i don't know how i mean i have ideas on it but it's just not you know definitely make it free i would say that but beyond that i can't i don't know much about you know how that works that system but it should definitely be free education in general should be free i mean we go to public and private schools and you know there's there's a definite correlation between schools in the north and schools in the south and schools in the north definitely get better education than schools in the south i believe um might be wrong in saying this who knows i i hope i'm right um mississippi has the worst public ex- education in the states if i'm right and uh it's it's terrible yeah. i mean it's, education is like education is key it's key but the i don't like the way they teach the cuz it gets to a point where now education is just like a way to get more debt it's right. like you go to school you go to college and you end up with like 150,000 debt Dollar like that yeah. and i'm not sure that you're going to get a job that will make you pay as quick as you think unless you become very lucky you just think about president obama was still paying in cal- in his the uh, to the loan like when he, before he even if actually before he became became president so education is really important but making it like a necessary for everybody i don't think should not go to a point like pay, people have different ways of learning people just don't want to sit in class for 3 hours no. and learn they, they just know. don't some people love it some people are not so you got to pick what works for you and what don't and actually easily make college free like germany is doing it france is cheap England England is affordable so why not the US like school should not be a business should school should be a where you go get your education learn and practice and i feel like the american system is all about like fail just just they tell you thing and they don't practice it and in the real world is different yesterday we were talking about 
criminal justice, one of my buddy that works here, he taking class in criminal justice. So he was saying that in his class they were saying that uh, drunk like junkies are not aggressive. I'm saying like, and that's coming from a teacher, that's coming from a book, that's coming from someone who has no idea what they're talking about, and they don't even dare. But they mind. have a degree. And they, they do, they, and they're teaching yeah, other people. They do, and this is to prove that just not everyone with a degree and a professor, you know, they're they're whatever you want to call it, they're teaching doctorate, mm -hmm. doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, just because you have a PhD doesn't mean you know what you, what you, what you're talking about. It just means that you're really good at taking tests, you're really good at writing, you're really good at defending your own argument. But that's the problem. Yeah. If you're good at that, you're not good at just the regular life. Yeah. To me, you have to just combine, combine them both, like regular life and because you you can't just book smart and only book smart. You have to combine them both. Yeah. Just because this is real life. This is not a joke. Whatever you learn in school, you sh should be able to apply it in life. Life, yeah. Yeah. Calculus, you know, I haven't applied that in my real life. You know, yeah. and so you need to you need to apply just what you learn from you know, school, college, high school, whatever, and bring it into real life. And if it doesn't apply to that, then that's a load of horseshit, for lack of a better word. That's, that's some shit. <laughs> shit? Yeah. yeah. So we just talk about, like, in between the recording this, talk about, like, friend of ours. how not, like, having your degree is not, that, that's not determine what you're going to do in the future. So, pretty much, to break it down to you is like, whatever you learn in school is not the thing you possibly gonna push you out of job. Because the purpose of going to school is to get a job. To get a job, the pay pays good. But the thing is, you can even do that without even school. So it's it's a complex issue, but I feel like education is just train you how to think, train you how to write. It's, it's, it's excellent. Those skills you still do need. Saar brings up a good point. Learning is very important. I think you should learn and you should continue to learn throughout the rest of your life. Reading books, mm -hmm. reading articles on the internet, writing, drawing, anything that just makes you use your brain power mm -hmm. is learning. And then you apply that to what you want to do. Oh, you want to be a musician? Okay, so play some music and go to college for that. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's something you like, mm -hmm. take it up. Uh, you want to get into TV, you want to do that. You have to, each thing has a set path. And a lot of people forget that. They, they just, they go to school to be a lawyer, a doctor, a, you know, blah, 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 business, you know, that's the number one. And they forget about the main thing is to have something you want to do. It's not what other people care about. It's mm -hmm. what you care about. Mm -hmm. So if you care about it, you're going to take it up. And then you're going to pursue it. And whether or not that works out, you know, that's, that's up in the air. But chances are, if it's something you really care about, mm -hmm. you'll pursue it and you'll, you'll attain that. True. So, what he, he has a great point. It's like, you shouldn't be trained for something that you're not going to do. So it's pretty much, it's just, you're going to learn something that you're never going to apply, maybe. 
So you're always going to look for that perfect job. And I've seen a lot of my friends actually go down that path. So what they get an excellent degree in finance, really smart kid, but they are only aiming for finance. Like, instead of getting an extra skill that you can be so much flexible, you can do so much stuff, you just want to focus on finance only. So what about accounting? Like, what about IT? What about those are the knowledge, not even for your job, but just as a general knowledge, you should acquire it. Because everything you do, you need some IT knowledge. Like, you need to use some computer, you need some, some software, some database. So those things requires a minimum of IT. And I think school is not going to form you only on one subject. It should touch base on pretty much everything. And let me just give it back to, to Chris. He has more to say about that. Yeah, no. I mean, education is very important in this country. This country puts education above pretty much everything else, even just working in general. Like, we, we have put our children and our children's children through college for jobs they really don't even know what they're doing at the end of the day. There's a lot of people that have no, pardon my French, fucking idea what they're doing mm -hmm. in their jobs. And they're just, they exist, they make money, but they really have, they, they just, they float like jellyfish. They just yeah. exist. And people, I, I just, I would love to see our education system give back to the people and allow people, and people themselves should realize this, to just, hey, you know what, you want to be a music major? Go to school for music, music you know, don't, don't be a lawyer. If, you, if that's not what you want to do, just go for music, you know, go for drugs. You shouldn't be go for the popular jobs or the, no. the popular, or the title. So what do you do, what do you do for a living? I'm a lawyer. And, God knows that you don't like nothing about law. You just want people to think that you you are doing excellent. Sorry about the noise. It's one of our co-workers making too, too much noise over there. But it is what it is. It's like pursue the thing that you like. Follow your dream. Don't be trying to do something that you don't like. I'm a fitness coach. I'm a trainer. I like it. I love it. I go to work happy. Yeah, I love to train people. It's part of me. So we end up this podcast today on this note and it was really interesting thank you Chris hey thank you sir